If you got your Bibles, you can turn over to Psalms 107 tonight. Psalms 107. And, uh, Psalms 107. And uh was praying on the way over here and asked the Lord to guide me to some text or guide me to a message. And uh, I've been confused up until just a few minutes ago, so y'all pray for me. And it'll uh, be just as fresh to you as it is to me. And so Psalms 107, and uh, I actually preached a series out of this back uh, a few years ago on that one verse where it said, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, and whom he hath redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. And I uh, preached on let the redeemed say so. And uh, there's quite a few things in here that the redeemed are to be rejoicing about and praising the Lord about. And, uh, and so we're going to look at Psalms 107. Look at verse 22. And uh, we'll read down to about verse 31 and then get right into the thought tonight. Psalms 107 and verse 22. The Bible says, And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits' end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd help me. Lord, give me a touch that I need to preach. Lord, it'd all be in vain unless you do touch me tonight. Lord, we could go through the formalities, go through the talent, go through whatever it is, Lord, that we may hold in our own flesh. But Lord, I desire your touch tonight. Lord, I pray that you'd fill me and use me. God, I pray that you'd use my lips, Lord, to proclaim the word of God, that it might help the children of God, might convict the lost, Lord, show them their need of a Savior. Lord, I do pray that you'd draw them tonight, draw them with the cords of love, Lord, and show them their need to be saved. Lord, I pray for the saints God, that we draw nigh, get up close to you tonight, leave here better than what we came. Lord, we'll give you all the glory and all the honor. Let us lift up your Son, Jesus Christ, high and holy, that all men may be drawn unto him. Help us to brag on you for a little while, Lord, for how good you've been to us. Thank you, Lord, for the singing already, Lord, that's reminded us, Lord, of how good you've been to us. Lord, the blood that bought us, Lord, that was shed for our sins. Lord, our ticket to heaven, Lord, Lord, we thank you for eternal life. Lord, I do pray tonight that you would use us for your glory and honor. It's in Jesus Christ's name that I beg you on these things. Amen and amen. I want to preach on this. Let the redeemed the Lord say so. And I want to, I want to preach on this thought on the, some things that we ought to rejoice about. If you go back to the first part of the chapter, you'll find that we ought to rejoice the Lord because our lives change hands. Because 
one day somewhere in your life if you're saved you was a child of darkness you were a child of death oh but ain't you glad eh? praise be to God that our lives changed hands I'm no longer a child of darkness oh but I'm called the child of life I'm no more walking around a dead man oh but I've got life life beyond the grave a hope beyond the grave he made a new creature out of me hey I may not be what I want to be oh but I'll promise you this I sure ain't what I used to be and it's by the grace of God that I am what I am tonight hey we ought to brag on God hey, all of this playing down a praise of the Lord and playing down a worshiping God oh they'll think you're crazy they'll think you lost your mind oh, no they ought to think different of us they're not of the world we're in this world oh but we got a hope hey that's far hey, far greater than this world I've got a hope hey, that I rejoice about hey I'm not in heaven now oh but I'm sitting in heavenly places oh, thanks be to God hey, that God hey, give me something oh, that's worth shouting about amen, amen. it'd be a, be a sad fact sad reality if God visited the graveyard where you and I was Dead in our trespasses and sins. You say, oh, the Lord passed by my graveyard, got me up out of the tomb, but there ain't no life to us. Something's wrong with that. Something's bad wrong with that. We go down through a lot of things here in the Word of God. He reveals unto us how that we were in that, that prison, that bondage, how we were locked in those chains. And that's talking about that sin. Like Psalms 40 talks about, I waited patiently upon the Lord. He inclined and He heard my cry. He lifted me up out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and He set my feet upon a rock. He put a new song in my mouth. Hey, I'm telling you, I got praise that even the that the laws can see because that's what he done. He broke the chains of sin. The Bible says that who's in him sinneth no more, has no sin in them. Now we understand that all of us mess up. All of us are going to have days and weeks and maybe even months. But what that's talking about is when a person gets saved, they don't stay in sin. Amen. Did a, little, did a little study on that this morning. I was kind of nervous about them verses in 1 John where it said, if you know him, you don't sin anymore. I thought, oh my goodness, I'm doubting my salvation. <laughs> hey man, when I dug a little bit deeper, I found out, hey, and I'm glad this lined up with my testimony and lined up with my life. Hey, that since I got saved, I've not stayed in sin. <laughs> Saved person can't stay in sin. If you can stay in sin, just live and live and live. Hey, how you want to for months and years, I'd say you're not saved. Amen. But now I want to bring your attention to these verses tonight where it begins to talk about these men that work on the sea. How that they see the stormy clouds and how the winds begin to blow. But then they call upon the Lord and he, he says peace to their storm. I want to preach on this thought tonight on the people of God or to, or to say so because of some storms that he's brought us through. Oh, I want to thank God tonight. Hey, don't get excited about your 
course. But I can tell you tonight, I'd be way off course. I'd be headed the wrong direction. I wouldn't be in this pulpit tonight if the Lord himself had not came along in the midnight hours of my life. When the storms were blowing, when the lightning was striking, and the thunder was clashing, I didn't know which way was up. I didn't know which way was down. I didn't know which way was east. I didn't know which way was west. Oh, but I'm glad I got a God oh, that everything's under his feet. He knew where I was. He knew where I needed to go. And he came along just in time and made a way in the middle of the storm. I could take you through storm after storm after storm in my life. And you'd say there'd be no hope. There'd be no way. Well, there wouldn't have been if there'd not been a God. They're right in the middle of every one of them. Oh, that's blessed me. That's helped me. Hey, you ought to thank God tonight hey, for some storms that should have devastated you, should have took you out of the scene, should have crippled you a long time ago. Oh, but you're here tonight. Oh, still in the house of God. Still going on for the glory of God. You say why? Because God brought us through them. I want to look at a few things tonight in Psalms 107. I want to brag on the Lord for number one, uh, for him being the captain. Amen. Oh, I'm glad I ain't in the driver's seat. If I was in the driver's seat, I'd have took her uh, the wrong way a long time ago. I'd be going on my own way where I thought everything was right and everything was fine. Oh, but I'm glad hey, that I was in the back part of the ship and God had a hold of the wheel and God may have took me through some storms that I'd have tried to bypass. Oh, but he knew what I needed. He knew the direction I needed to go. I didn't know I needed to go the long way sometimes. I didn't know I needed to go the short way sometimes. I just need to go God's way all the time. Hey, not only is he the captain of the ship, but he's the captain of the storm. He said he makes the waters to rise and makes them to go back down again. Ain't you thankful to God? that he ain't just the captain of our ship but he's the captain of the storms that our ships are on oh thank God I'm glad that he's not just guiding this vessel I'm glad he's not just steering the wheel oh but he's in control of the very waters that this vessel is on I just want to brag on the captain tonight I just want to thank him that my captain knows everything my captain's never been through a storm that's took him off course. Oh, that's messed him up, messed up his plan. Oh, but he's been in control every step of the way. Thank God for the captain tonight. Amen. I could brag the rest of the night, and you could too. Amen. If you've been through storms, amen, and God's brought you through. You ought to take just a minute and get outside of your right now when everything's all right. Everything's going just good. When your bills are paid right now and everybody's got health right now. Oh, but you better take a trip back down memory lane. Oh, when you was, I'm talking about distraught and despair. It looked like you was going to be shipwrecked. Oh, but you found out that the captain was in control and you're here tonight because he guided you. You're here tonight because he directed you. You're here tonight because he knew what he could go through. 
and you can go through and you made it safe thus far. God's been good to me. God's been good to you. Thank God for the captain of our ship. Amen. Not only do I thank God, I ought to say so, I ought to brag on him because he is our captain. But I'm going to brag on him because of the calm. I just want to thank God for some peaceful times in my life. I just want to thank God for some times hey, that it looked like hey, everything around us hey, was falling apart. Everything maybe collectively at the church it seemed like everything was going wrong and everything was falling apart. Oh, but ain't you glad even in the midst when the welders were going up high and they crashed back down low. Hey, that's the life of the ministry. Oh, we get up on cloud nine and then for you know it we're lower than the dirt of the earth. Oh, but I'm glad that even in any of those times and all of those times there's been a calm in my life that the world could not give me. There's been a peace that passeth all understanding. My family may not have understood it. My church may not have understood it. But there was a peace in my storm that nobody might understand. But I knew it was the captain that brought calm into the stormy winds. Amen. I'm telling you, I believe we got it so good in America now that, man, we don't even know what storms are anymore. We have one little pandemic, hey, blow through our nation. And I mean, it seems like we feel like the world has turned upside down. Seems like everything's going wrong. Hey, this stuff goes on in foreign countries on a daily basis. You say, oh, what about the economy? Hey, we ought to go to a foreign country. Hey, it's just now, hey, creeping into America. Oh, but can I remind us, it ought to be some good times in your life. Hey, when the ship is rocking, hey, the boat seems like it's about... Hey, to be overtaken by the storm, that's when we know that we got a God and we can trust Him. Oh, I want to thank God for the storms in my life that I knew that nobody else they could tell you, oh, Brother Gavin, it's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, but it was just words during those times. Oh, but I'm glad in those times I found out that the God that I preach about and the God that I live for and the God that I share with others. He is a God that can calm all of my storms. I bless the Lord. I'm thankful tonight that God calms storms in our lives. Said he brings them, makes them be quiet. Thank God for those quiet places. Thank God for those places along this journey. It seems like all we hear is negative and bad and bad things and horrible things it seems like we hear have pessimistic people and it's usually one or two voices that we just expound on but boy it sure is good when all of that's going on and all of that's raging and all that's taking place that there's a place in the hollow of his hand that's calm. That place that he calms all of those storms and all of those winds and all of those negative things that go on in our life. There's a calm that can be found. He said it's like those that work on the water. That's a picture of you and I hey, living in this walk of life. We go way up and we go way down. It's, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We may have it planned. We may already have it scheduled. 
Uh, but no, not one of us hey, can dictate what tomorrow is going to bring. Oh, but ain't you glad we got a God of tomorrow? I'm glad I got a God that knows. I'm glad I got a God that's in control. I'm glad I got a God that I can trust in when everything I planned has failed. Thank God for a God that can bring calm to our storms. Not only is he our captain, but I'm glad he's our calm. But you know what? Sometimes it don't get calm. Sometimes we get this. He said he brings them to their desired haven. That place, uh, haven is where a ship would go to get behind a, a mountain or some kind of rocky terrain to get itself out of the winds, to get itself out of the storms. And Brother Jared, the storm may still be blowing out there on the ocean and the winds. It may be making the oceans to swell and make them to rise. And the lightning and the thunder and the storm is still raging. Oh, but ain't you glad sometimes that God don't make the storm go away, but he just takes your vessel. Hey, out of that storm and puts you behind the rock into that haven of rest. Thank God for the haven of rest that God brings us out of the storm once in a while and gets us behind him. Yes, we can still hear the storm. Yes, we know everything's still going on. Oh, but God brings us out of the middle of it for a while. Amen. Thank God that he's the captain. I thank God that he's the calm. And I'm going to praise God because he's the concealment. He conceals us, hides us. And I'm going to tell you, if you're going to live for God very long and the church is going to go on for the glory of God, everything may be going good. Man, thank God for those days that it is. Hey, man, absorb them in, take them in because it won't be long that the storms will be raging. God brings storms sometimes to... Let the dead limbs fall off and blow off and find out who's really in it for the long haul. Find out who's really rooted in it. Amen. And yes, there's going to be storms that come. Oh, but I'm going to tell you, you stay faithful to God. Hey, you stay on track with Him. Hey, and yes, the storms may be blowing everything apart. Oh, but He'll take you to that place, that fair haven of rest oh, where the storm winds they will not affect you. They will not break you. They will not blow you off course oh but he'll conceal you in that hidden place some of the sweetest times of my life has been some of the worst times of my life I'll never forget many times I don't use personal testimonies most of the time because honestly it ain't going to do you much good anyway only God's word will but boy I'm going to tell you I went through a storm I've been through storms a couple of them some of them I can really remember some of them I could probably name like Eurachlodon some of them I just floated to the shore on boards and pieces. And sometimes it wasn't as bad as I thought. I got in, I'm talking about a submarine. I could have got to shore on a float because I planned it. But boy, there was some times in my life not too long ago. And if I'd have went to a psychiatrist, honest to God, Brother James, they'd have said I had depression. I was in the deepest, darkest place I'd ever been in in my life. I soul winning every week reading my Bible on my knees in prayer. I was preaching every service. 
But it seemed like I was in a dark, deep place. I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know which way was up. Didn't know which way was down. I mean, my flesh told me to make this decision and make that decision. If I'd have acted on half of them things, there ain't no telling what kind of mess I'd have been in tonight. I mean, I had people calling out of the woodwork. Hey, won't you just quit your church? Hey, won't you move over here and come over here? And there's a little church that, that needs you down here. And you could be an assistant over there. And man, a lot of things in that time sounded great to my ears. Even sounded great to my flesh. I mean, I didn't know which decision to make. Man, I had everything coming against me. I mean, the church had come against me. I mean, I'm talking about people in the church that I thought loved me and told me they loved me. Amen. And I'm mean, said they were there for the long haul. I said they'd been looking for a place like we had. And man, they found it. They must not like to do much. Didn't last but about a year. Amen. And they was already gone. I mean, run me down all over town. Made up lies against me. That sooner or later come out to be they were lying and I was telling the truth. It's a good thing people spread lies on you. Just keep your mouth shut. It'll play out. It'll play out and it'll play out in your favor. I promise you that. Amen. And most time the ones that spread the lies, everybody in town already knows about them anyway. They didn't take them serious when they told them. Amen. Just, you're just a different flavor of the week. Amen. They can't be happy unless they're making everybody unhappy. Boy, they was running me down all over town. I mean, they was talking about me. Man, I was the top, I mean, the top subject of every barber shop and every beauty salon. Hey, man, the majority of beauty salons, less barber shops. Y'all get that in a minute. Hey, man, I'm preaching against store. I got to use something mean every now and then. Hey, man. But all that was going on. Man, I had internal battles taking place in my life and storms in my own, my own heart, my own soul, my own mind. I mean, man, I, I mean, it seemed like it all at once. It come from every side, came from every direction. I'll get that in a minute. And it came from this side and that side and in front of me, behind me. I mean, it seemed like when I thought it was getting over, man, the darker cloud came rolling. I got home one day and my wife said, my wife, uh, she, was, she wasn't being mean about this. Honest to God, she is mean half the time. She wasn't being mean about this. She knew I, I've been going through a lot of stuff. And, and man, she come to me and she said, I don't want to tell you this. She had a stack of papers in her hand. I thought, God, she's finally divorcing me. <laughs> my outside was like, my inside. <laughs> I'm just playing. We've been, we, she'll be all right. I ain't got to go home for three days. Amen. She pushes too hard, I'll stay all week. Amen. I don't roost on the bedpost. You do, I don't. Amen. She ain't mean just half the time. If you had to put up me, you'd be mean all the time. Amen. She had a stack of papers. She said, I hate to tell you this, but electric bills do. Car payments do. And I said, oh, my goodness. I said, I ain't got nothing to give. Let them come get it. Let them turn it off. Let's go Amish. That last about a half a day. <laughs> couldn't get my cell phone charged. Couldn't get my hunting light charged. I'd be done with the Amish. <laughs> and she said, we need groceries. And man, I may have told this testimony before. I went in there to the kitchen. I opened the cabinets. 
And they want nothing. I mean, we done fixed everything we could. And I ain't poor, man. I'm going to get to the good part here in a minute. But listen, you don't know what poor is till you've learned to cook hot dogs five different ways. <laughs> we've boiled them. We've fried them. <laughs> man, we've grilled them. We've barbecued them. If we want to act real fancy, we'll cut them up and put them on toothpicks. That's when we're eating high on the hog then. I went in there, they wouldn't know. How many of y'all ever went to the cabinets and just fixed, found some stuff in there and put it together? It ain't really a meal, you just put it together. Because that's all you had left. Here's some macaroni. Oh, there's some pizza sauce. Put pizza sauce in there. Look in the thing, man. You make up all kinds of stuff. Hey, man, some of y'all's too good to hang out with me, sounds like. I went to the cat. We done got all that. We done fixed all the rice. Done fixed all the noodles. I went over there to the, to the refrigerator. You know there wasn't nothing in there but mustard, ketchup, 74 bottles of that. 73 of them didn't even have nothing. I mean, you had to beat the thing with a jackhammer. Should have been thrown out a long time ago. I looked around in there. There wasn't nothing in there. And I finally told my wife, I said, look, I said, you and Carly leave the house. I said, I need to talk over. I need to talk with God for a while. And I mean, me and God, I, I, my family left. They probably went to Walmart. She's probably writing bad checks at Walmart. <laughs> I took God in the kitchen. I said, look at the cabinets. I've come down here and started this church. Now, this is what I was telling God. It, it, I know it sounds real educated when it comes out. I said, I've come down here and started this church. I give my life to this ministry. I've given my life to this church. I said, we ain't got nothing to eat. We ain't got nothing. I took him over to the refrigerator. I said, look in here. I said, we ain't got nothing. I took him over to the kitchen table and I picked up them bills. I said, look, we ain't got nothing in the account. I got to keep the electric on. Got to pay the car payment. Got to pay this and got to pay that. I went and sat down on the couch. Man, I had a big old big baby. I mean, a temper tantrum. I sat there squalling my eyes out, had my arms crossed, lip puckered out. God, look how awful you've been to us. Look what all we've done for you. Then about that time, I got a phone call. And it was one of my ex-church members. They were, they, they were then, if I knew now what I knew then, but they were still a church member then. And I thought of all the people that could call. This big bundle of blessings has just called me right now. <laughs> And I looked at it, I said, I ain't answering it. I throwed it up on the, the cat at the table. And that thing, I mean, honest to God, it, it seemed like it should have went to voicemail, 20 ring, and God said, answer it. I said, I ain't answering I ain't talking to him right now. I don't even want to talk to him when I'm having a good day, <laughs> much less having a bad day. He'd make a good day worse. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Brother James ain't got no members like that, but I got, I've had members like that. And finally, God said, answer it, answer it, answer it. So finally, I said, all right, I'll answer it. And I picked it up, hit it on speakerphone, throwed it back up on the table. And I went into my preacher format. Yes, brother. How are you today, brother? Being as sarcastic as I could be, and I'm really good at it, too. <laughs> oh, hey, brother Gavin. How's your day? I said, it's wonderful. I said, if it got any better, I couldn't stand it. I'm filled and overflowing. 
He said, oh, Brother Gail, let me tell you, let me tell you about my day. And I said, oh, I've just been waiting all day to hear about your day. Let's, let's have it. <laughs> he said, you remember a while back I was in the Army Reserve, and, or uh, I, I'm not sure, and I'm not making fun of it. I can't remember what he had, the, the, the Corps, the Corps, or I can't remember. He, it was, he, you know, he went on the weekend, but they actually sent him to Afghanistan. I mean, he actually went into a, into a war, the National Guard. And he said, you know, I was in that. And he said, you know, I've had some, some disabilities from that. And it was all, it wasn't nothing else. That's what he got it for, too. <laughs> he said, you remember I filled out all them papers? I said, oh, yeah, I remember. And he said, you ain't going to believe it. He said, they put $25,000 in my account today. And I said, oh, ain't that a blessing, brother? <laughs> You, of all people, has done moved to six states trying to find God's will and blamed it on Him. And here you are, done got all this money. He was a man left our church. I said, you know what, brother? You're the only man I know God can't figure out. You're amazing. God sent him here. God sent him there. God took him out of this place, put him over here, wanted him to go do this, go into evangelism, pastor a church, pastor and evangelist, move into a camper, move to Arkansas, move to Tennessee. I said, brother, God, you have, you have fooled God. God can't figure you out. And I said, oh, ain't that a blessing? He said, yeah. He said, I just can't believe it. I said, I can't either. I can't either. He said, well, me and my wife, want to take you and your family out to eat tonight. And I said, what have I got to lose? I got on the phone. I said, honey, come home. I said, we're going out to eat with brother so-and-so. And this is what I heard. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? Do we have to? I mean, we're starving to death. And we won't even go out to eat with these people. <laughs> that is bad. And I said, yeah, we're going out to eat with them. Come on. And I said, now, Carly... I said, don't get water, you get Coke. <laughs> and if you see an appetizer you want, you get it. And if you want a dessert, you get it. If you want steak tonight, you get it. It's our last meal anyway, and you know who's buying it. <laughs> we got there, and boy, we was ordering up, and that man reached across the table like this. And I know what this means. It means you got money in there. It's right in there. I know where it's at. And he, he wasn't fist bumping me. He was going to hand me money, and I said, Man, he put that, and I felt that roll. I was trying to count it like that. I said, boy, I hope that's hundreds. <laughs> and I handed it, he handed me that, and, and uh, he said, what'd you do? Well, I excused myself to the bathroom. <laughs> like that. And I hit that first stall, and I, I counted out $900 that he handed me across the table. Now, I'm talking about just 10 minutes, 30 minutes before I was in my living room telling God how awful he'd been to us, how he'd neglected us and forgot about us, and all of them things. I mean, every storm from every direction had hit my home. I mean, everything that the church could have hit, every storm, everything, every physical thing, every spiritual thing, every mental thing was hitting and wrecking our life. But in the midst of that storm and all that that was going on, God sent one of the most unlikeliest people to be a blessing to me and my family. Boy, I'm telling you, we got back in the car and I told my wife, I said, we're going to Walmart tonight. 
I said, we get the hot dog. Get the, get the Nathans tonight. I got $900. We, we get the toothpicks out. We're going to cut them up tonight. Midnight snack. But I said, are you going? Because I don't go to Walmart. I said, drop me back off at the house on y'all's way to Walmart. And they're good with that. They want me to stay home. They don't want me shopping with them. My wife acts like she does until I go. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, gosh, let's go. There ain't no Bass Pro Shop. I don't care. It all looks good. Put it on. Let's go. I know what I'm going in for. I don't need to look at everything. I'll try it on when I get home. That's why I don't take the tags off of it. And if it's Walmart, I'll give it to somebody else before I take it back. I'll find somebody who can wear it. Give it to them. I went home and I went back to the cabinets and I told God I saw her in the kitchen. And I told God I saw her in the dining room. And I told God I saw her in the living room. And I began to squall my eyes out again, not like a spoiled, rotten little bread. But I squalled my eyes out to him because even in the midst of all that going on. And listen, that didn't take me out of the darkness. But there come a day, and I can't tell you what happened and where it was and how it happened, but there come a day that the sun started shining again. And in the midst of all that, at some of the worst and the lowest point of my life and in my ministry, that I could have messed and wrecked everything. God knew the frame. He knew what I could hold. He knew what I could go through. And he took me to my wit's end. But right in the midst of my wit's end, he pulled me into that place of concealment. And let the storms blow around me and the sun begin to shine again. And listen, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know the struggle. And listen, hey, my wife didn't know all what was going on in my life. And there's many, many a times that my wife's went through things that I knew part of it. But I didn't know everything that was raging in her spirit and raging in her mind and raging all around her. But I'll tell you this. If you're saved, you got a God Amen. that'll guide your vessel through the storm. Amen. You got a God that'll make the storm calm when He wants it to. But there you got a God that knows that He may just let you sit back and watch the storm. Watch it destroy everything else. But safe thus far, you'll get to proclaim. When you come back out of that place of the haven, that haven of rest, and the sun begins to shine again. I wouldn't have known all of that, and I wouldn't have had this testimony probably if I'd have done what I wanted to do during those times. And that, that was to quit, give up, throw in the towel, run, dodge the storm, get mad at the storm. But listen, all the time I'd have just been quitting on God, quitting on His will, Quitting on his purpose. Quitting on what he wanted me to go through. Listen, you're not just going to have a bed of roses and the sun's not just going to shine on your life every day. All of us are going through storms. But if you're saved, you've got a captain that'll guide you through. You've got a captain that'll make it calm, say peace be still when he wants it to. But you've got a captain that sometime in the midst of that storm may just pull you around, put you under his wing, and shield you from that storm. May still be raging, may still be tearing things up, but you can go to that place, that haven of rest, 
that God will let you see it was him that took you there. We don't know how to get there. We ain't smart enough spiritually to get ourselves out of a spiritual storm. But we got a God that sees everything. Not only is he the captain of the vessel, he's the captain of the storm too.